You've probably heard of the phrase, you could buy a house for the price of that ring. But have you ever stopped to think, what if you actually did? In this episode, we discuss a new show on Netflix called Marriage or Mortgage. And the question asked to how couples should spend their money, whether on a wedding of their dreams or on the house of their dreams. Plus, we also share what we did in our wedding experience and what we would do if we could go back. So you don't want to miss this. Let's go. Welcome to the Marriage Inside Out podcast, where we teach couples how to become mission-focused, learning to work together as a team to build a solid foundation for their household. I'm Khalil, and this is, you already know who she is. Yes, you all may know her as AJ, but I call her Adrian, my wife. Let's make some noise. Yes. Hey, guys. Good topic today. Yes, good topic. All right. So um, let's just get straight into it. I mean, there's a show... There's a new show on Netflix Mm -hmm. called Marriage or Mortgage. Marriage or Um, Mortgage. Now, even just the name of that that show is is intriguing. Yeah, very catchy. Right, very catchy. And so, um, you know, it it basically follows uh, couples who are engaged. Um, I think they seem to be in the Nashville area, mm-hmm. but it's one of those love it or list it type shows where you kind of, yeah, you obviously know what kind of shows we watch, <laughs> right? <love> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's one of those shows where you have two influencers trying to get the couple to do, you know, or persuade them to to go a certain route. Mm-hmm. But in the case with this show, um, it's very interesting because you have uh, the couples talking to one person who is a wedding planner. And she plans, you know, basically makes people's dreams, dream weddings come true. Yes, very um, And you also have a real estate agent who's trying to persuade the couple to use their money to invest in their first home instead of doing the dream wedding. So it's basically this dilemma that every couple's faced with where they have to decide between do they want to spend their money on their dream wedding or on their dream home. Now... You know, I'm assuming that by dream home, it's it's not the full price of the home. Yeah, right? you it's know, a down probably, payment. Probably, yeah, down yeah. payment, a good wealthy down payment, right. I'm sure, though. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it just uh, really begs the question. And we've had some discussions yeah. about this as to this whole idea of the the big extravagant wedding. Is that diminishing in value in our society? Like, yeah. are we starting to head more in this trend? Like. Kind of what are your initial thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really crazy to think about because, I mean, we are, you know, in the millennial generation. And Mm -hmm. I think we've seen just the growth in the wedding planning industry and Bridezilla perspective and all that type of stuff. And we've also seen a lot of it in entertainment, right? So it's very interesting to think about like people kind of going back to the root of thinking about is it worth it to spend all that money? Um, right. I mean, I know for for me, I, I know that a lot of things have been affected by the pandemic and of things course. slowing down of and course. people resetting and being like, you know, what truly matters? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, yeah, th- there's pros and cons to both sides, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I think, as you just mentioned, you know, the pandemic 
absolutely has impacted yeah. the the whole wedding industry in and of itself. Um, I actually looked up some some initial stats yeah. um, just to share. And so um, The Knot, which is a very popular wedding platform, yes. I'm sure many of you all know of, they, they, they do some uh, wedding statistics every yep. year where mm-hmm. they show like average costs of wedding, yep. um, so on and so forth. And so their 2020 stats uh, revealed that the average cost of a wedding was 19 grand, okay. which dropped down from uh, it was 28 grand in 2019. Whoa. So a nine grand drop. Um, but again, that's all impacted by obviously the pandemic. Mm-hmm. However, though, a lot of the stats are also showing that more people, more couples are starting to choose these um, mini monies, as they call them, <laughs> or, or micro weddings, okay. where they're doing more elopements and Elopement is more of a catch-all phrase now. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily not just mean courthouse. right, it, or mm-hmm. or not just running off okay. and getting married without yeah. anyone knowing. Yeah. But it includes or encompasses the courthouse mm-hmm. weddings or the very small private ceremonies. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, wedding ceremonies that cost a lot less, yeah. so that they can you know use their money towards other things. Yeah. So yeah, well, it's funny because it almost correlates with like the movement towards tiny homes and the movements yep. towards it's a very this tiny, consolidation yeah. of minimalism. like yeah, minimalism. Yeah. Exactly. That's yep. good. Good. Yeah. yeah. So so I think in that mentality, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, also, due to the pandemic, it makes sense that people weren't traveling a lot. So Absolutely, so yep. in some ways, people probably just didn't have a choice, right, to of invite course. a lot of people because yeah. I know that the budget for weddings is attributed to, you know, the amount of people you're able to actually right. have because mm-hmm. you're paying for food and music and right. all of those type all of venue, mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. So it's, it's definitely interesting when you think about like, is a wedding a long term investment? Right? Right. What what are the tangibles, intangibles of that? And then when you think about a home, right? It's understood that that's a long-term investment, but is it worth more than the wedding itself? Right. That's, you know, what right. we can keep going back and forth about. Right. Exactly. And I, I think, you know, kind of going back to the show Marriage or Mortgage, one of the things about the the two influencers, you know, they're they're giving them all of the bells and whistles. Like the real estate agent is finding their most you know, ideal home situation. Right. This isn't a condo. This right. is like this is like with some land. Big time, nice houses. White picket fence, all that type of exactly. stuff. Exactly. <laughs> and then on the other hand, the wedding planner is like showing them all the bells and whistles of the food and, mm-hmm. you know, the the flowers, all of the yeah. all, all of that Acrobats stuff. Acrobats with the fire. Yeah, like that. juggling, <laughs> you know, ice sculptures of a dolphin with the water coming out the spout kind of type <laughs> stuff. But yeah. yeah, but what I figured we could do is just um, let's just kind of talk about each option, yep. right? Let's just kind of go through cool. each scenario. Let's break down the the pros and maybe the drawbacks of yeah. each choice. That's good. And then from there, let's let's talk about what we did. Yeah. All right. And and obviously in our wedding journey. Know, yeah. And let's also talk about what we would do if we could go back. Great. And then at the end, we're going to give just a little bit of advice uh, for any other couples out there or any people who are, you know, considering getting married. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So w- which one you want to break down first, the, the option of going with a wedding or the option of going with the mortgage down yeah. payment? What What do you want to break down first? I mean, I think let's start the traditional route, right? People okay. assume that wedding is what happens. You get engaged and right. then you get married. And some people mix metaphors with marriage and the wedding, right? It's almost like, did it really happen unless you have a ceremony yeah. um, in terms of our yep. uh, social our society. Yeah, yeah. outlook? So, so yeah, let's start there. And mm-hmm. I think 
from a woman's perspective, right? Like a lot of us have almost been groomed to an extent to be dreaming about that day. Right. Right. Like Mm -hmm. Prince Charming, all the Disney movies, you know, all of the other cartoons that we grew up with. Um, You know, my favorites like Brandy, Cinderella, like you're like, oh my gosh, (laughs) like like, like this beautiful ceremony. That wasn't even their wedding, right? That was just a ball. (laughs) Uh, You you want to wear the dress. (laughs) You want to have everyone stare at you, you know? So, So with those expectations, I mean, I would say like one of the pros of a wedding is being able to gather with your loved ones, right? Absolutely. And celebrate yeah. the, that moment of your union together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Because like you said, it, 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 it's almost as if you're in investing in the memories themselves. Yep. Totally. Um, and so, you know, it's, it can be almost like a family reunion yes, in a certain totally. sense for some people. I mean, I, I would say, you know, even especially in like, the the african-american community yeah, like yeah. you know we we value things like that yeah. i'm sure all all families yes, value all, the, cultures, the oppo- yeah. all cultures value the opportunity to get together yeah and to have that time um and but on the flip side obviously they these ceremonies can be quite pricey i right. mean again the stat i just shared was you know the average in 2019 was almost 30 grand and that's yeah. the price of the ceremony and the reception by the way not right. including um engagement or wedding bands but Mm -hmm. you know i mean 30 grand that's a that that's a pretty you know pretty decently high price i mean that's like you could probably buy a couple cars off of that if you wanted to um but but from a pro side when you talk about memories right that's not just the ones in your mind right they're capturing the memory so you have video footage of the experience in most cases you have photographer you know that Mm -hmm. comes through that really captures the essence of those moments that Sometimes even during the wedding, right, you're so in it, you need to look back at those memories to remember, like, who all was there and what happened um, in that way. So I think there's something really powerful about um, capturing those memories. Right. Uh, Do you feel like, and I'm glad you're speaking about this from a a woman's perspective, do you feel like most women would probably want to go with having the wedding? Yeah. Like, what are just your thoughts or even just in terms of the women that you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's most of the women that I know have truly valued some type of ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that in some relationships, this is like the let me let me wave my ring high <laughs> for people yeah, yeah, type yeah, yeah. of moment. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like I want to make sure people know that right. this is a thing and right, that right, we're together right. and that we're in it. Like. Does that make sense? Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you feel like, I'm glad you bring that up. Do you feel like some women who like don't get to have that experience, do you feel like it maybe causes some kind of almost like regret? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Definitely. I mean, I think there's a certain, there's just a certain maybe like resentment or lack of maybe understanding um, in terms of why they weren't able to have those moments. But again, I believe that that's mostly if women were unable to have some type of like validating celebration period. Right. So so I'm not saying that it has to be the big extravagant wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know we we know, you know, f- friends and acquaintances and people that that maybe just it was just the time they got married, but then life kept happening, you right. know, and there was never any like pause ceremony type moment. Mm-hmm. And it feels like you kind of get sweeped into the relationship, if you will, right. um, sweeped into the marriage, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's interesting. Um, so, yeah. So I think going from that now, 
choosing the route of saying, okay, instead of having a spending 30 to 35 grand on a wedding, right. we're going to take this money, use a small amount, maybe even to, to have a small private ceremony. And we're going to use that towards a, a, a home mortgage yeah. for the house we want. Um, I mean, it's interesting because we actually asked, uh, so we did a poll yes. for our follow, for those who follow our Instagram account, <laughs> asking them basically the same question, which would they choose? Yeah. And Man, results were interesting. They were so interesting. <laughs> we were expecting the majority of people to say a lot, you know, a lot of people that follow us are married and to say wedding, um, but pretty much 90% of the people said house and, and one person one woman shared that they paid less than a thousand dollars for their um, wedding and then they invested eighty thousand dollars of their savings monies towards their dream home yeah that's we're like that's crazy that's that's awesome i I applaud that i really do well again i think it goes to uh what we were just talking about in terms of the the trends maybe shifting a little bit towards you know people thinking like hmm why why do you know why do we need to have this big wedding yeah um you know why not just spend it on on a home or something else yeah. because again like you said a lot of people who answered were people who basically said if they could go back yeah what they could do yeah you know. and and I mean I think the drawback though right is that you're not able to commemorate that moment mm-hmm. maybe in the same way so yeah I think it's about like also determining like what what is that value right long-term right. value mm-hmm. um on the home investment for right. you and your family like it's, it's definitely a stage of career thing as well mm-hmm. um we did have someone else that responded and talked about how they personally the, their wedding was the value right um for them at that stage and the memories mattered the most but for their sister it and she already has two kids right it was better yeah. for her and her husband to right. get the home you know because that's they needed the space they needed you know that transition transition exactly. opportunity and then you can always have a housewarming or you know yeah. do whatever else you need so yeah and what a lot of people what it seems like some people are doing even some couples that we know who have gotten married recently they probably do this the private small wedding yeah. at first and then do a bigger celebration a year True. later yeah which five, that seems ten to be, years yeah, later yeah exactly exactly and i think looking at both there are long-term benefits of each that Mm. are tangible as well as intangible i would say yeah you know because when you think about with the wedding um you know you have the intangible component of the memories that you're building but tangible as well because i mean you get gifts and you know you have there's some physical things you probably don't get as many gifts when you just get it well i guess housewarming gifts but when you just get a home right 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 exactly and then but on the other on the flip side you know with the home Obviously, that's very tangible and you can build memories in that home. And I think one thing we have to keep in mind also is that even if you decide to invest in the home and do a small ceremony, you're still probably going to spend a little bit. Maybe like if you still want to get a photographer and a videographer, that could still cost you a couple grand at least. Right. Unless you know some people who can hook you up. Yeah. So, you know, I think when you look at Either there, there's still going to be some expenses one way or another for Yeah, yeah. And I actually thought of one thing related to the wedding that I do think that is important. I think when we go into a wedding, a lot of times we take on the weight of other people's expectations. Yeah. If yep. you are investing in a home, 
that is a, a conscious decision for mm. you and your significant yeah, other only. Good. Yeah. You know, that's good. and there's something about that relief of pressure, mm. you know, and yeah. burden and yeah, expectations yeah, yeah. of who's going to be my bridesmaids, what's going to happen here, yeah, who should man. we invite or not, you know, that type of stress. Like, if you don't want to endure that and you wow. want to have control of the trajectory, if you will, of those next stages of mm-hmm. your marriage, I mean, it, I lean towards the home, you know, yeah, um, yeah. with that perspective. So that just kind of came to me. Yeah, but that is an excellent, excellent point. The mental yeah. stress, not to saying that looking for a home isn't mentally, you know, taxing mentally you? taxing. Mm-hmm. It, it certainly can be. But like you said, just yeah. the other factors that you have to consider yeah. when prepping for a big wedding. Yes. You know, I mean, we, we know about that. Totally. You know, we, we've been through it. So <laughs> got to try to keep tunnel vision. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, keep your to keep the main thing, the main thing. But yeah, so I mean. I think when it comes to us, obviously, we in our experience, we had a, a wedding, kind yes. of the more traditional wedding mm-hmm. with about 120, 130 yep. guests. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we obviously waited a little bit of time until we, you know, put money down towards our first home. So right. we kind of went, obviously, went more the route of the wedding yes. versus doing something small and having the mortgage. But that was, you know, something that we wanted to do, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think the memories, like we're talking about, for for us personally, um, especially to get both sides of the family together, we live in different states. Our families mm-hmm. live in different states. And it was an opportunity, you know, to really allow everyone to meet each other. Um, because they say there's kind of, you know, three times of life when families get together and celebrate the birth of, you know, a child, uh, a wedding celebration, and then a funeral, Passing. Yeah, that's you true. know, that's and, true. and, and if you don't have that middle point somewhere and that's, that's really like where a lot of people come and gather, um, at times, uh, something might be missing and it's just really cool to see even we have loved ones that hadn't seen each other or connected with each other, especially on your side of the family All in right. years you, and generations, yep. mm-hmm. you know, and for them to come together on the dance floor and, you know, cut a rug together, if you will, you know, it was <laughs> yeah. just so beautiful to see. So yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, that totally agree. And I think I think the question is, though, um, going back, if we could go back, yeah, if you could go back, would you do the same? Or would you choose the alternate route? I want to hear from you first. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I think it's a tough decision. Um, marriage but, or mortgage, marriage, marriage or mortgage. <laughs> Um, I think for, for me personally, I would do the wedding all over again. Um, I understand the logical, you know, sense of investing in a home, you know, especially if you have an opportunity to invest in your dream home, but I also believe in God's timing, right? So I don't believe that there won't be another home on the market that we could invest in at a different point in time versus you really only get married once. You know, so hope so. Hope so. Sorry, Uh, my mentality is right. I'm only gonna get married once. Right. Right. That's our mentality. Right. Right. We're only gonna get married. (laughs) We're only gonna get married (laughs) once. Um. So. So for me, uh, definitely would still go for the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. Okay. (laughs) How about you? Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I would. I would have stuck with the the wedding. Yeah. Um. If we could do it again, and I mean, obviously, I. Considering this question, if there was no pandemic, obviously, yeah. you know, just all things considered. But yeah, I mean, I if I could do the same thing, I would, I would do it all, I would do it all over again. Yeah. Um, because, like you said, you know, 
I mean, we even have family members and friends who still talk about our wedding till yeah. this day. Mm-hmm. And so to think that it was, you know, a, a, a monumental moment, not just for us, right. but also for other people who yeah. are in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that those those are priceless, yeah. you know, moments and things that you, you know, are hard to, to get back. And like you said, there are very few moments unless, you, you know, unless you're having... Uh, family reunions there are very few yeah. moments where you can have families get together especially both sides, both sides of the yeah. family mm-hmm. now that you're you're joining a family so so yeah and 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 like you said you know um even though the the wedding itself was costly in some regards um certainly don't mind hey let's just re- save up and yeah. you know get the get the house later which is exactly what we did yeah. so um, if I had to choose wedding or mortgage, I would absolutely do uh, wedding all over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's good. yeah. So, as we kind of get close to wrapping up, for any people watching out there, listening, any couples out there, um, you know, are there any final thoughts that that you have in terms of, you know, what you feel that they should do or what? you know, what would we say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think at the baseline, one thing that we haven't discussed as in depth, but we have a lot of, you know, financial well-being uh, videos related to financial stewardship is strive to ensure that whichever direction you go in, you discuss thoroughly and you are not taking out any forms of debt in order to invest in that area. So we're talking about like cash flow you have on hand because there's people that go in debt for a wedding, right? There's people that go in debt just to pay a down payment, right? Just to show off. So so I just want to lay that disclaimer out there that that while we're discussing this, we're still saying like if it is best for you to just do something small and you can't invest in a home yet, that is okay. (laughs) Um, So so, so that would honestly be my first piece of advice is get on the same page when it comes to your finances and in terms of what you can't afford. Forward, mm-hmm. not just what you want because mm-hmm. um, if you're going simply based off feelings your expectation is very very high we know feelings yeah. can be fickle mm-hmm. and if the wedding falls short or if you don't get the dream house you put you, you put a offer in right yeah. that's possible too that's and you have possible. to end up with two or three others that is something that you'll have to own and deal with so. yeah that's good that's good um i my advice would be you know just to to make decision the decision that you feel very strongly a a more of a conviction about yeah um you know knowing that again there's going to be money spent in in either situation yeah um so if you're someone who really does value you know having a a good number of people there you and your fiance want to have a good number of people there you want to have that experience and because there's nothing wrong with having those experiences just like we like to travel yeah you know that's an experience yeah and maybe you value that experience Mm -hmm. and so you're willing to uh invest i will use that term invest Mm -hmm. in the this memory that you know something that you'll remember for years to come um, but if you're someone who is like, you know, I don't really like a lot of people. Yeah. I don't really need large crowds. <laughs> I just want, you know, my mom and my dad, your mom and your dad and our brothers and sisters. And, yeah. or we just want to go to the backyard and, you yeah. know, just, just tie the knot, go to the courthouse and we'll do a little reception mm-hmm. and use this money towards other things. Then 
That's great as well. The yeah. most important thing at the end of the day is you're getting married. So right, right. just um, keeping that in mind. Right, right. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, so we want to know from you guys, if you're listening or if you are watching, which would you do hypothetically? Would you do the dream home or would you go for uh, the wedding? Either one, let us know in the comments below. Yes, yes. And for those of y'all who are listening right now on audio platforms or watching on YouTube right now, we'd appreciate it if you guys would uh, like this podcast episode, comment below and share it with someone that you know. Uh, maybe this would spark some good conversation amongst you and your peer group. Right. So, yeah, yes. no, definitely keep us posted. Yes, yes. Well, thank you guys again for tuning in. And until next time, remember, your marriage has a mission. And what the Lord has brought together, let nothing and no one separate. Love God and love one another. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode.